today on Laura Lynn and Friends. So if our FDA has now become part of the advertising wing of the pharmaceutical industry, they can't be relied upon to pull these off the market. So our session did conclude by calling for all the vaccines to be pulled off the market, just like I've called for in 2022 in the U.S. Senate. Well, we have Dr. Peter McCullough with us today, and he has been one of the leading doctors, a cardiologist in the United States of America, telling the truth about these vaccines. And apparently it's been very hard for anybody to pay any attention. You know that I always like to start the show by reading from my dad's Bible. I opened it today to Habakkuk 2, verse 1. It says, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say to me. I wonder what God's been trying to tell all of us uh, regarding these vaccines. And uh, you can't even call them vaccines. There's something completely different. But it's starting to tumble out. And let me send you to a clip right now of what has been happening in the United States of America as the unfolding of the harm that is going on with Dr. Peter McCullough leading the charge. Thank you for participating in today's hearing on blood-related injuries from COVID-19 vaccination. I want to especially thank our witnesses today, Dr. Peter McAuliffe, Dr. Ryan Cole, and Dr. Kirk Milhone for making their the time and their busy lives to be here with us today. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, I would also like to thank Senator Johnson for joining me um, again, once again, uh, in truly doing the people's work and trying to get to the bottom of the detrimental effects of the COVID vaccine that the government forced on so many Americans. And I want to thank all of the Americans uh, watching this hearing today. So thank you for being engaged, um, including the countless Americans who have themselves been injured by one of these vaccines or have lost a loved one to them that should have never happened. I never supported these vaccines. I never told a single patient that it was safe to take a vaccine. I didn't take a COVID-19 vaccine myself because it wasn't safe. And I published an op-ed in The Hill in August of 2020, before they came out. The title of that op-ed is The Great Gamble of the COVID-19 Vaccine pandemic. The reason why it was a gamble is because the vaccines and of Americans who took the vaccine is roughly 75% of Americans took at least one shot, according to the COVID states program. Of those, 94% took a messenger RNA vaccines. So we can re restrict our comments to messenger RNA vaccines provided by Pfizer and Moderna. These vaccines are a brand new technology that installs the genetic code for the lethal part of the virus, which is the spike protein, the spine on the surface of the virus. This was an extraordinary gamble because there was no knowledge of what was gonna turn this off. Once the genetic code gets in the body, there was no knowledge of, does the body get rid of the genetic code? What shuts it off? Will some people produce too much genetic uh, 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 code and have it keep moving from cell to cell and too much spike protein? It was known then that the spike protein was lethal. And to give a genetic code for a potentially lethal protein that was devised in a Chinese biosecurity lab to Americans was the most dangerous proposition our government agencies could have ever put forward to our country. Okay, Dr. Peter McCullough, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for telling the truth about what's going on. We know that you're an immunologist, a cardiologist. Uh, you're highly educated, and so we don't want to waste any time because we've told so many people. Everyone knows who you are. What say you about what's happening? You know, just for clarification, I'm an internist and cardiologist, so I manage internist. adult medicine problems. But I am in practice today, and, and uh, you know, on Capitol Hill, for the first time, they had doctors who are treating adults with COVID-19 and vaccine injuries. And I pointed that out. I mean, they were four years into this. And, uh, you know, I was in the Senate in 2020. Where was the House of Representatives? Now, I had just followed Anthony Fauci. He had two sessions in, uh, in Congress just ahead of me. And uh, from what I've seen so far, it was softball after softball. It was just political theater. Uh, nothing was accomplished. They were asking about social distancing. And as we piece things together from the works of Peter Bregan, uh, Robert F. Kennedy, and now Ram Paul, <clears throat> what we understand is that Fauci was actually part of the, the collaboration to create SARS-CoV-2. 
He worked in his division, worked with Dr. Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, Dr. Zheng Li, the bat lady in China, Fauci. They actually, they created SARS-CoV-2. The, the, the papers by Vineet Menacheri in uh, Nature Medicine and Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, 2015 and 2016, at that time they called it a, a SARS-like Wuhan Institute of Virology 1 virus. That was SARS-CoV-2. Do you know Ralph Barrick said that he met with the NIH and they're not releasing the code to his virus, uh, which is standard, by the way, to reduce it, to release it to, to a federal database, because in my view, he's afraid it directly matches SARS-CoV-2. So Fauci was in on the creation of SARS-CoV-2. He conspired to conceal this when it got out of the lab in Wuhan. And so all these emails indicate that Fauci, Francis Collins, Jeremy Farrar at the Wellcome Trust, who's not the WHO, Christian Anderson at Scripps, Edwin Holmes at University of Sydney, they all knew that this was Barrick's virus created in this consortium. And then they uh, conspired to basically deceive the world. Uh, Christian Anderson pu published a paper in Nature Medicine, April of 2020, and said, you know, there was a natural origin to SARS-CoV-2. So, so Fauci defrauded the world. Uh, the COVID Select Committee at the House is is not addressing things, uh, uh, you know, head on. Uh, Rand Paul is furious. You know, I come on the Hill and with, and I was uh, joined by uh, pathologist Ryan Cole, former uh, Air Force officer, Mayo Clinic trained, and Dr. Kirk Milholm, pediatric cardiologist, also former military officer and an expert in pediatric cardiology. And we fully outlined the breadth of the literature now. The vaccines are proven to cause heart damage, accelerate atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease in the peer-reviewed literature. Uh, that's the first area. The second area is they cause ischemic and, and hemorrhagic stroke, Guillain-Barre syndrome, small fiber neuropathy, blindness, hearing loss, seizures. The third area proven uh, the vaccines cause blood clots. This is what uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was most concerned about. Blood clots like we've never seen before. Large, rubbery blood clots shown uh, both in vivo and in postmortem studies. And then the fourth area is autoimmune problems, that the vaccines force the body to produce this spike protein. The body attacks itself. Autoimmunity, like uh, media anchor uh, Megan Kelly has recently disclosed, and then the second half of the uh, hearing really focused on, and Taylor Green brought this up, is on the possibility that the vaccines cause cancer. And, and I pointed out that because they're genetic platforms, they're under a five-year regulatory window. People ask, well, you know, how, how long should they worry about taking a vaccine? The answer is five years from the last shot. Wow. So do you feel that it is finally being heard that um, with Marjorie Taylor Greene having this much courage uh, to to bring you forward, is is the entire uh, group going to be hearing this? Will this make any change? What do you foresee? I think it will. We've clearly moved the needle now. There's been two House sessions. This was the biggest one. Uh, there have been three U.S. Senate sessions. Uh, you know, I've testified in the European Parliament, the UK Parliament. We've been in the upper lower house of Australia. Cole separately has been Romania, Croatia, uh, literally around the country. And, uh, you know, the awareness is high. You, you know, as I was testifying, a Rasmussen poll came out. And Rasmussen found that 53% of adult Americans believe the vaccines are causing severe side effects resulting in large number of deaths. That's more than half. Which is very good. And so as you're giving them this information, what is the reason that we can conclude that the whole medical establishment, including in Canada, refuses to stop saying safe and effective? That's what's happening. This is a crime. It's like a dam where there's going to be a crack and then, you know, then it's going to get wet and then the water's going to burst through. I pointed out a big problem that our US FDA is rogue. And I use the word rogue. Uh, our FDA chairman, Robert Califf, has been tweeting false claims about the vaccines. He claimed that the vaccines reduce long COVID. And the data suggests the opposite. They cause long COVID syndrome. 
And then he tweeted out that the vaccines uh, reduce death and had a, uh, a paper in JAMA just cherry picking data from one month uh, implying that they reduce death. Now there's been no prospective double blind randomized placebo controlled trials demonstrating any benefit of these vaccines. They don't reduce transmission. They don't reduce severity of illness. They don't reduce hospitalization death. They don't reduce long COVID. So if our FDA has now become part of the advertising wing of the pharmaceutical industry, they can't be relied upon to pull these off the market. So our session did conclude by calling for all the vaccines to be pulled off the market, just like I called for in 2022 in the US Senate. Now the World Council for Health has had this call out for two years, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. Uh, and we're gonna see calls all around the world to pull the vaccines off the market, not safe for human use. Well, I think this is beginning, this dam that you speak of is beginning to break. Like in Sweden, uh, there's a doctor reporting there and he's saying, I can't believe it, but left-wing mainstream media is beginning to speak the truth about the vaccines. So so this could be good for everyone to find out, but but we are left with a lot of deaths and there, there was even numbers that were spoken of. Can you give us some of the numbers you feel might have already lost their lives to these vaccines? Senator Ron Johnson had a tally. So it, inclu it included the US uh, CDC VAERS data, which is the United States, domestic territories, and a few European countries. I restricted it just to the US. What we know as of November 3rd, 2023, there were over 18,000 Americans who have died that's reported to the CDC like doctors, like myself, I've done these reports where we believe the vaccine caused the death. Now of those, about 1,150 die in the vaccine center or a few hours later. I mean, that's how acute and obvious uh, this is. Now, uh, if we use a standard underreporting factor of 30, which is in the FDA testimony, we would conclude that the total number of Americans who have passed away is over 550,000 and maybe approaching 600,000. Uh, you know, that's by this uh, extrapolation. Now a paper by Dennis Rancourt out of Montreal using an ecological analysis concluded about 17 million people worldwide. And that fits, by the way, U.S. is about 4% of the world's population. So 17 million worldwide, it's, it's a catastrophe. And when you were speaking about Dr. Anthony Fauci, if I could just return to that, he seems to be getting off scot-free. This, what, why is he so protected? Um, he obviously has some sort of, uh, you know, power or maybe it's money. But this man, he he was also responsible for what happened many years ago uh, with the drugs that were given to those that had HIV, and those drugs killed many people. He seems to be. Uh, a very bad doctor, and he's now killed a lot more people by recommending these vaccines. You know, I can tell you, you know, I sat through hours of questions, and every single question I answered, I, you know, I had an answer. Uh, I, I didn't evade the question, and I cited the data. Uh, Fauci, over a hundred times, said he didn't know or he didn't recall. He was clearly evasive. His testimony was that of a guilty man. People say, well, what is he guilty of? Uh, I would say, first off, I think fraud. I think he defrauded the country on the origins of SARS-CoV-2, on early treatment of the syndrome, and on COVID-19 vaccine safety and efficacy. And by the way, Senator Ken Paxton in Texas agrees by extension that Pfizer has defrauded Texans through the Deceptive Trade Practices Act. And then the second crime is uh, is mass negligent homicide. That is actions led to unnecessary deaths. And, and you're right, the, the COVID select committee in the house uh, seems to be letting him get off scot-free. Senator Rand Paul has, uh, you know, is convicted on this. He's written a book. He's, he will pursue uh, Fauci, it looks like, to the ends of the earth. Presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy has also written a book about Fauci. So this is actually happening in real time. He's a guilty man. And he's responsible for a massive loss of life in the world. You know, most countries accepted the United States position on COVID-19, the regulatory authorities. I know this because I was in the upper house of parliament in Australia 
and we asked one of the senators, we said, who did you rely on to uh, approve these vaccines in Australia? They said we relied on the United States government. Wow. And so it, it does appear that if Fauci ever has to actually answer to real people uh, who, who where there is uh, documented evidence that needs to be presented, he's going to be in a lot of trouble because all the evidence is on your side. And he did have these letters uh, to Merrick, I think, these emails that came out that they just kind of want to whitewash, but they were in communication and they were definitely trying to hide something early on. They knew we've got a problem. So this is collusion of the worst possible kind with the American people, the Canadian people. Um, up here in, uh, I know you have some affiliations with Canada, some family and all of that that you've had. And I hope that you'll keep an eye on Canada, that you could help us in some way, because our our medical establishment is basically shoving this. They're still vaccinating the children. They're still calling for it. And now they're just combining all of the shots into something they're calling the flu shot and not even really informing people. You know, we did uh, review this multiplicity of vaccines and, uh, you know, we're on the verge of Moderna having uh, nearly four dozen messenger RNA vaccines. It looks like all messenger RNA is going to be very dangerous because the messenger RNA has been found in the human heart now, causing heart damage. And so it's going to happen with all the messenger RNA vaccines. In fact, Moderna has paused their Epstein-Barr virus trial because of myocarditis. So I want everyone to understand we don't think messenger RNA vaccines are ever going to be safe. It's a very dangerous platform. Uh, we should have a global call to halt all messenger RNA uh, development. And I think we should have a global call to halt all gain-of-function research. Do you know this week the World Economic Forum is meeting on Disease X? Now, this is an economic forum. They should be worried about interest rates and currency. Whatever. Uh, why are they meeting on Disease X? Well, Disease X is a gain-of-function futuristic disease that's actually trying to be created in labs in order to create vaccines, monoclonal antibodies, and therapeutics. This is the new normal now, to create something that could get the entire world sick and hold that as a power chip, and then also uh, be on the heels of that with a, a vaccine. And so the World Economic Forum has, for the last several months, been, uh, been promoting the concept of disease X, WEF and Gates Foundation formed CEPI, the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness and Innovation. That's a vaccine incubator. And they have up on their website with WEF that they would have a vaccine in 100 days for disease X. I want everybody to be on alert. They, this couldn't be more telegraphed. Thank you very much. Do you think that this disease X is something that we, we need to be concerned about? Because there's also this fear that they put into people that causes, uh, you know, you know, consequences we can't even predict. But, like, how, how concerned should we be about them making something that's going to really harm us? I can tell you, you know, back in the in the early days leading up to the pandemic, I wasn't paying attention, but there were so many people saying there's going to be a coronavirus pandemic. Johns Hopkins was meeting on this, the Event 201. I missed all of that. And it was, it was basically telegraphed that we were gonna have a COVID-19 pandemic. They are telegraphing a disease X pandemic. So we should be uh, certainly ahead of this in the news cycle. I'll be happy to come on your show if we see outbreaks, quickly characteristic what, what type of organism it is and, and to be ready. You know, people should be ready this time. We cannot be caught flat footed. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because they really failed last time. Uh, you know, but but they they want to destroy us. And if they want to sort of come up with yet another concoction, some other vaccine, so to speak, um, you know, both of these could be more dangerous than last time. Um, we've we've really got a problem, Dr. McCullough. I'll let you go. Thank you for your time. Could Thank could you. you give us just one one final word um, to to the world on what uh, anything that you that we haven't covered, but how we should perceive what's happening. There is some good news in that you're able to speak, you know, in the Senate, but what else do you say? I, I, I'd say the single greatest piece of good news uh, is a recent uh, series of publications, uh, and we've titled it McCullough Protocol Base Spike Protein Detoxification. We have cracked the code 
on, on how to actually get the spike protein dissolved and, and hopefully out of the body. Now, this is a proposal uh, that three natural substances with very good uh, preclinical data, one was randomized trials in humans, uh, natokinase, 2,000 units twice a day, bromelain, 500 milligrams once a day, and curcumin, 500 milligrams uh, twice a day, is a base proposal for people who have taken the vaccine, uh, have had COVID multiple times, certainly those who have symptoms of long COVID or uh, vaccination. So McCullough protocol, base spike protein detoxification. Uh, we've been doing this for well over a year now. We're seeing clinical improvement. We've held calls with other doctors. It takes a long time, uh, even up to 12 months, uh, but the spike protein is the problem. It, it accumulates in the body. Human body can't get rid of it itself. Isn't it interesting? That, that in a sense, it's been provided for us in nature, natokinase, bromelain, and curcumin, and we can increase the doses from there. The caveats are uh, bleeding, that this tends to be a blood thinning uh, regimen, and, uh, and that it does take a, a long time. Now, we add other drugs to it, but McCullough protocol based spike protein detoxification is now becoming the worldwide standard to help people get out of this predicament of taking the vaccine and having the spike protein in their body. So if people want to investigate this for themselves, would PeterMcCulloughMD.com be the best place? It is. You know, if you scroll just down a, a bit farther than that, you'll go past McCullough Protocol Treatment and then on to Base Spike Protein Detoxification. That's the treatment protocol. And just keep going. And there's oh. the detoxification protocol. You'll, you'll see the citations now. This is uh, uh, cited by the National Library of Medicine is very strong. Now, we don't have large prospective randomized placebo-controlled trials, but I can tell you the Biden administration, HHS, they've spent a billion dollars on long COVID. They've come up with nothing. We're four years into this, and I can tell you, I, I basically told America and the world, I'm taking matters into my own hands, uh, and I think we've come up with a real winner. Okay, share, 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 everyone. Please let everybody know we all have uh, friends and loved ones who need to have this information. Dr. Peter McCullough, thank you for your time. We absolutely cherish and love you, and we thank you for what you're doing in this hour for humanity. It, it's the words really cannot adequately thank you enough. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. So there you have it again. I'll let everybody know PeterMcCulloughMD.com. This is very good news, everyone. This is good news because this means they are talking about it in the Senate. They they are bringing it forward to the public. Um, the you know the information that I was looking at this morning from uh, senior producer Gary showing me how uh, in Sweden it, it's just tumbling out. Even these mainstream medias and this fellow that was talking about it was was showing how this is where the doctors, this is where the you know the the teachers, the lawyers, they all get their information from these left leaning publications and they don't dare trust you know anything else and of course they've been fooled lied to and now many of them have had consequences in their own bodies from these vaccines well they're starting to talk about it this means that the dam is bursting everyone this means that um, something is happening that we haven't seen before and with dr peter mccullough you know he's been able to um, disseminate this information far and wide on all the you know private uh, broadcasters. I've definitely seen him on Laura Ingram and places like that on Fox News, mainstream media that will actually cover the truth on this. But parts of uh, Fox News are still just as uh, <laughs> ill-informed as others. You know, we know that many of the hosts there uh, were pushing the vaccine and took the vaccine and it therefore gets very difficult to begin to tell the truth on this because Part of it is you feel so dumb, like, why didn't I know? Why didn't I have discernment? And a lot of them didn't have discernment. And the only place we get discernment, I believe, is that we have got to tune in to a very powerful thing, and it's called hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. And while we talk about all of these many things, understand that there is a lying, deceiving snake that wants humankind dead. And he is working in collaboration, of course, with all of these, um, you know, elites and Fauci and people, the WEF, the WHO, that seem to nonstop be trying to harm humanity. They actually believe, and they say it out loud, that there are too many of us. They want you dead. They want me dead. They certainly don't like 
uh, what we do here at Laura Lynn Live because it gets the truth out to a lot of people. We have a huge audience right now. And if you can just take this and share this information, it might get out to somebody who needs to understand. There are now, once they understand that they, they perhaps made a mistake, hopefully a couple of things will happen. Number one, they will not take another vaccine. And that's very important that we just stop the, the vaccines from ever, you know, getting uh, out to anybody again. Number two, uh, they can find out that there are protocols that Dr. Peter McCullough and also uh, Dr. William Mackis has been putting out regarding, um, what is the name of this new, um, the mushroom? It's, um, what's it, what? Turkey tail? Yes, turkey tail mushroom and also who's talking about that is also um uh, well dr Mackis and um naomi wolf naomi wolf uh did a show on turkey tail mushroom so what's happening is there are natural things that are taking care of the spike protein natokinase dr peter mccullough just mentioned that this is the thing where we need to now care for like put our egos all aside and care for those who have made the mistake the grave grave error of taking any of these vaccines. And so um, I think that we have some other things to show, JT, if you wanna pass me that uh, lineup, if that's for me. And uh, we went a little bit early today because this was the time that we could get um, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. I wanna also show you a clip on Tucker Carlson. I hope you're following Tucker Carlson. I recommend that you become a, uh, you know, a founding member of his new network and he spoke the truth on Fox News, and of course, they had to get rid of him. Tucker Carlson has become one of the most powerful broadcasters in the entire world. He has now started his own network. Just look up TuckerCarlson.com, I believe. You can go and see all of the things. He's done incredible interviews on all kinds of issues, including the J6, including um, fossil fuels, and you know the the global movement to try to get us off this incredible energy that was put in our ground so that we could be warm and i don't know where you are but it's been minus 15 in british columbia i think over on the far east coast of canada it's been like uh, minus 30 minus 40 in some places and you know uh, you don't keep warm with your electric heater, okay? You keep warm because you've got gas pumping the air into your home. And, and uh, then the electricity went out um, at my son's house this last weekend where we were having a little gathering, a family dinner, and the the electricity went out for, I don't know, eight, eight hours or so. Um, and we got to feel like what it's like to live. Our uh, phones weren't working properly in the area that we were in, and so it was hard to get proper updates, but also uh, no heat, so we had to figure it out. But guess what did work? The gas stove. Yes, the gas stove worked. Also, the fireplace that was in the middle of the living room that burned you know, some, some wood. And these fireplaces are no longer really, um, you know, allowed to be in new homes and such. Um, they're deemed fire hazards or whatever, but oh, apparently people have had them in their homes for 60, 70 years and centuries, centuries, thank you, JT. And, you know, all you need to do is make sure that your fireplace is clean and then you've got a very good source of, of warmth. Although, wow, I mean, in that little room, as soon as you open the door to get more firewood, uh, there, you know, you, you lose the heat or whatever, but so you need to do this. But the Florida Surgeon General, uh, Dr. Lapato, um, on Tucker Carlson talking about the dangers of DNA transfer with the mRNA technology. It's all coming out. Take a look. Here, the DNA is getting delivered into cells with the lipid nanoparticles. And that's a problem. And that's a problem because each dose of mRNA COVID-19 vaccine probably contains, it's estimated between billions and hundreds of billions of fragments of DNA. So this is a completely different risk analysis. That is obvious. You don't need a PhD to be able to figure that out. And the FDA's own guidance about contaminating DNA, published guidance, their words, never referred to by them, by the way, in their counter arguments, but their words are that there are situations when you need to confirm that DNA that is a contaminant or foreign DNA is not integrating into human DNA, into the human genome. And there are specific tests 
sequencing test to do this, to make sure it's done. And what we did is we asked the FDA, well, have you done this? You've acknowledged this risk, have you done this? And they came back with about 10,000 words talking about everything from what time the sun sets in China to you know their, their third cousin's uh, you know, bar mitzvah and nothing about the specific question we asked, along with other questions, by the way, but nothing about that, which leads me to conclude they haven't done it, which is, I mean, you know, it, it starts at crazy, but it ends at somewhere else. That someone could be just so, just so nonchalant and frankly willy-nilly with something as precious and as, you know, as sacred as our human DNA. Something as precious and sacred as our human DNA being messed with, uh, now finding particles of this DNA that shouldn't be there in these vaccines. Everything is coming out. The truth always comes out. Very soon, my friends, you will be vindicated for the stand that you took against the vaccines, and you will look like the brilliant ones. Now, I am not going to hold my breath that our Prime Minister, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, would ever be able to admit the horrendous assault that he put on our Canadian fellow men and women. I don't think he is going to have the character to be able to apologize for forcing us, forcing many people to take the jab or lose their job. Many lost their jobs. Many took the shot because they had to feed their families. They felt under tremendous pressure, even if they knew in their heart that something was wrong. I don't know if uh, Justin Trudeau is going to have the, you know, the manly character of a good leader to be able to admit when he has made this horrendous mistake. I don't think so. I don't. He's going to even deny how bad it was. Remember this? Remember when he said, you better not think that you can go on a train or a plane with the vaccinated and you're not doing your job? Thousands and thousands of people have died. Worldwide, they're looking at numbers of 17 million. Let's look again at uh, a clip of Dr. Peter McCullough, who was just on our show, but he did share this information. It's so good, we need to make sure you see it clearly. It was published by Dennis Rancourt from Canada, and it's an ecological analysis uh, that implies the vaccines have backfired. Uh, instead of saving lives, They've cost lives. And in the United States, you know, our CDC is admitting to over 18,000 Americans have died after the vaccines. People have reported this and they think the vaccines caused the death. That's underreported probably 30 to 1. So in the United States, we're approaching 600,000 American lives lost with the vaccine. Of the 18,000 the CDC has recorded, 1150 happened right in the vaccine center or a few hours afterwards. So, so many of them happened right while they got the shot or within a few hours of getting the shot. Where are we hearing about this? On CBC, Global CTV. Who's reporting this? What kind of, of, of compromised ignoramuses are there that are in charge of giving Canadians good information? They're, they're completely bought out, bought off. I don't know. I guess they just have no character because they are not reporting. And don't think that they don't know. Because this stuff is out there, but those cowards at mainstream media have allowed the lies to take thousands and thousands of lives in Canada. They demonize people like Dr. William Mackis, who are who is bent on telling the truth because of his character. Any doctor who has character has pretty much lost their jobs. Look, look at some of the incredible doctors we've had on our show. Look what they've done to Dr. Byron Bridal, a hero in Canada. What does he get? He gets adios out of his office. And as all of this information comes forward, I hope that they are going to do a massive apology to people like Dr. Bridal. We've had so many doctors that have literally lost positions and have been mistreated because they have dared to tell the truth on this. And what does Canada do? We just keep spewing our lies, spewing the lies through Dr. Bonnie Henry, spineless coward paid off Dr. Bonnie Henry because 
if if you ever want to to silence me, Dr. Bonnie Henry, why don't you take me to court? Because I will have every one of these doctors as my personal witnesses on what the actual data and facts are on these vaccines that you continue to say is safe and effective. Liars, all of you. Same with Dr. Teresa Tam. You've you are responsible for the deaths of thousands of people in Canada. You are responsible for sending this narrative out over the airwaves. Innocent people who believe you, you coward, snake, lying, deceiving, something I can't say. You're absolutely responsible for what has taken place. It's harmful. It's hurt a lot of people. And you guys, I pray this. Pray with me, everyone, that your sin will find you out and that justice will be done. There will be a regime change. There will be an understanding. The evidence is so compelling and so honest that you can't actually deny it. So it's going to have to come out. And when it does, God help you. It's not just justice in this lifetime either, Bonnie. You will meet your maker and you will have to give account for what you've done in your silence. You want to be a hero? Dr. Bonnie Henry, why don't you get on camera and start actually reading off some of the data? Hey, you don't have to, you don't have to say that you agree with it, but why don't you start telling the truth of what is being shown? These harmful vaccines should be stopped immediately. It, they killed, uh, you know, animals in the trials. In the trials, they were shown to, to be very bad, especially even for pregnant women. You have lied. You have lied. You're responsible and you need to be held accountable. And one of the best things you could do for yourself would be to speak the truth. All right, here is a Japanese press conference. I'm actually going to have to read this, so I'll prepare for that uh, because it's in Japanese and it's on their findings of vaccine harm. Take a look at this and I'll try to do my best to read everybody. As my specialty is cancer, chemotherapy drugs are plagued with side effects. But the patterns are known and predetermined. The patterns of side effects caused by this vaccine are not determined. They can occur throughout the body. Multiple diseases can occur simultaneously. Doctors have never seen such a thing is the candid opinion of the medical profession. Japanese doctors are also trying hard, but they face various obstructions. There's this sentiment of why report something like vaccine damage? There are interferences, such as actions themselves hinder academic freedom. Such actions. Oh, I was reading it again. And in some academic departments, censorship is taking place. such as in conference presentations and paper publications. This is happening globally. Absolutely. This is happening. So when you try to speak the truth, there's censorship. What is going on? Like, what are your guesses, everyone, in the feed? A lot of comments happening, a lot of people watching. But uh, my, my thought is that people in key positions have been paid off. And then all of the other minions, so to speak, just have to follow along and do the talking points. Or, you know, they face losing their jobs. But key people, people in key positions like Dr. Uh, Teresa Tam, gaining financial uh, compensation for telling these, these lies. I think that's how it is. So it starts way up here. You've got even the people that you don't even know that are kind of making the bucks and basically want depopulation. How can we do that in mass? Well, they've done it. They, they've done a lot of depopulation. 
this last three years. So you've got them way up there, starting with the Club of Rome, the WEF, the WHO, all these people, Bill Gates, too many people, you know, what are we going to do with all the people? And, you know, they can effectively deal with it, as uh, Bill Gates has said out loud, through vaccines. In other countries, he's not, Bill Gates is not allowed in other countries like India, because they issued out vaccines that harmed particularly women and their, you know, reproductive organs. So this is what happens. And then I think it goes downward and everyone gets huge compensations because there's so much money being made by the, the pharmaceutical industry. So they just share a little bit of the wealth out. Just They don't even have to give a lot, but it's enough to change anyone's mind or it's enough to compromise someone. If you're offered a million bucks, you know, let's say uh, you, you, you can have a, a bank account in one of these places that it's hidden well. I heard that you can get like a Swedish account or something like that. I don't, I don't know much because I don't have enough money to put in any of them. But, uh, you know, you can get it where? Where did you say? Turks and Caicos? Yeah. So you get this account and, and they say, listen, you know, promote this. It's, it's safe and effective. It's good for the world. Uh, make sure you let everyone know and compel your doctors and, you know, all of your staff underneath you all the way down that you only speak this narrative or else. So this is how it's happened. And I'll tell you what, I think those evil forces, I mean, anyone in power uh, will we'll say to Justin Trudeau easily, how would you know? You're, you're not a doctor and you're not smart enough to be one. So you don't have any idea what the actual truth is. Now, uh, President Trump, he's smart enough to be a doctor, but he's not a doctor. His IQ is huge. That's a fact. But... Who did he listen to? Unfortunately for him, he listened to the worst culprits in humanity. He has quite possibly the most notorious psychopath of all time, Dr. Anthony Fauci, giving him the heads up on how safe and effective these vaccines are when Donald Trump was in power. Should he have done something? Yes. But uh, I think it's fair when I recently saw just this last weekend uh, Dr. Um, uh, Donald Trump speaking about Dr. Fauci and saying, you get in there, you're a politician, you become the leader, but you don't, you know, you don't understand all the mechanics of, of medicine and, and this pandemic after all. And so you have to, in a way, you're just kind of forced. This Fauci's been there for decades, for decades in the White House, telling everybody, you know, how it's going to be. And he's, he's so brilliant that he predicted a pandemic in 2015 before Trump was in. You know, there will be a surprise assault on humanity. He, he predicted it. He prophesied it into being. And why is that? Well, because him and Dr. Merrick were behind the scenes understanding that there was something being prepared for society. So he knew because he was part of the whole process for it to be released. That's what I say. So we've got a big problem with people who run our world. They're not, they're not very good. Um, so also, um, I, I can't get that. Um, there is a guy in Sweden, basically, as I've already said, and he's reporting that uh, it's being put out there. I think across the world, there are some countries now banning the shot. Uh, it won't be allowed. Um, and especially on young people. And I'm pretty disappointed. I mean, um, one of the things De DeSantis has been strong and he's kind of come out and we've got uh, this Florida Surgeon General speaking very openly and plainly about it. And that's wonderful because that's a you know position that um, DeSantis down as the governor of Florida has honored and respected and ensured that he's been protected to speak whatever he wants. This is really fantastic but you've got your gavin newsom's you've got your other crazy uh left-leaning governors and they're still pushing the shots still demanding things i mean we had coffee coffee houses in canada saying that kids had to get this vaccine in order for them to go to camp when kids didn't even get covid who were you who were you coffee shop houses to tell people were you doctors are you doctors? Like what right does a donut shop have to start telling Canadians 
what they have to do in order to just participate in normal, regular society. Who were you? How much did you get for that initiative? How much did you get to have to force little kids to get a vaccine they didn't need? Steve Merrill, yeah, he did the opposite. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the fellow that we talked to about uh, gold and silver, he basically said no masks, and if you're vaccinated, didn't he say you can't yeah. come in my store if you're vaccinated? Because <laughs> he understood, like, they're shedding too, you know? That's a whole different, that's a whole different issue and a whole different show, but it, it, it's a fact. You know, we've been treated horribly, and a giant um, apology should be given to the people of Canada for what they went through. And I'll tell you who deserves it the most, and that is the, the nurses and doctors who knew something was wrong. They were a lot smarter than Bonnie Henry. And Bonnie will not put those nurses and doctors back to work. Yet they knew and they were smart enough to know that they were going to have to lose their jobs rather than lose potentially their lives. Those people, they tried to warn us. They showed us by their actions that something's wrong here. While regular Canadians just, you know, I have to say, many just like sheep, oh, they're still doing it. People wearing masks and, and, and going to get their, their COVID shot now. So what kind of shot are they going to prepare for disease X? And Dr. McCullough is, is letting us know if they didn't hit it last time. Remember that Bill Gates uh, little clip where he's sitting there with his now ex-wife and they're saying, well, you know, they'll, sh they'll sure get it next time. They'll sure get it next time. Unbelievable. And you know, people have paid a price for this because we have four guys that are political prisoners and Chris Carbert is one of those political prisoners. He was denied bail today in Lethbridge. I think we have a video on this. Let's take a look. So he, he hasn't gotten bail. It gets worse and worse. That's what I would say. I'm hopeful that uh, going forward, more positive things will come out of all of this because eventually the truth will come out. I can't even imagine what my son's going through right now. Did you talk to him yesterday? Yeah, and he was very hopeful that he would be out today. I am heartbroken for for the man in prison and for the families. I mean, in the end of the day, this is a warfare. This is a lawfare. This is a using of taxpayers' money to hurt people that pay taxes. That is, pedophiles are out, bloody murders are out, and. And they are in because they're scapegoats. Don't kid yourself. The process is the punishment. They are still sending a message to you and to me. Look, if you dare to oppose us, you may end up like them. And, and that's a sad part of the story. That's not democracy. That's not what our founding fathers had in mind when they created this beautiful, amazing country that we call home. Uh, how do you feel at the end of the hearing? You yelled, this is injustice. This is injustice. And it doesn't shock me because this whole system is corrupt and unjust. And until we get a makeover of our justice system, nothing's going to change. And until Albertans wake up and realize that our system is wrong and corrupt, it's not going to change. So we need to keep fighting and keep waking people up and keep hoping and praying that they get to see what's happening in our world. Uh, this is bigger than Alberta. This is bigger than Lethbridge. Um, this injustice has to stop, but until people wake up, it's not going to. I think we have a picture of the four, four guys, and uh, we have Chris Carbert, uh, another Chris, a Jeremy, and a Tony. And uh, these guys, very deserving of our prayers. They have been in jail probably over 700 days now, because the last time it was 600 and some. And over 700 days, they are proclaiming innocence to the charges that have been, and, and they're pretty heinous charges. They're, they're charged with conspiring to um, kill RCMP. Uh, I know in speaking with Tony, uh, first of all, these guys were not all connected. He, you know, he absolutely claims innocence. 
Tony is a Christian young man. Uh, he and um, one of the Chris's had the longest running Bible group going in prison when they were there. And Tony continues to be an influence wherever he goes. They move him around. They make his life miserable. Uh, they strip them naked um, and, and do, you know, these, uh, you know, full body searches and just humiliating and treating them badly. Like you just saw Pastor Archer Pavlovsky. That's the treatment he got. Well, Pastor uh, Archer Pavlovsky is now suing every one of them. And we pray for victory in that regard. You cannot treat these prisoners badly. Your time is coming. And if any of you, you know, um, people in the prison system and those that are watching any of this, if, if you're paying any attention at all, be served on notice that this will come back to bite you because you are listening once again to evil people giving you your marching orders and you're being a sheep and the sheep always get something slaughtered. And I don't mean that in a physical sense. I mean, your case will be slaughtered against these men, your position, it will come out and it will end up hurting you because you are participating in setting a net for political prisoners that are here in Canada that say that they are uh, not guilty. So whatever is going on is, is not correct. There has not been due justice, um, a, a quick and speedy trial to look at all the evidence. There's something about a envelope that is now sealed that has something in it. it. Oh, we can't talk about it. Yeah, evidence, you know, judge is not gonna look at it or whatever. And it just keeps going on and on. Why, to try to make these guys a, uh, you know, some sort of example? You're not gonna do that. You're gonna steal our hearts to fight, to fight harder. Because guess what? At the end of the day, this life is about standing for what you believe in with courage. These four men, they're very courageous and they pick them up all at different times. They've got them in jail. They're not letting them out. They're not giving them fair bail. Let me tell you something. You can murder someone in Canada and be out on bail faster than this, probably overnight. You know, the, the, this could, they could put uh, those, um, you know, you get a, you get something on your, your ankle, like an ankle bracelet that tells them a monitor that tells them where they are at all times, right? You can do all kinds of things, but no, you're torturing these guys. Look at this poor mom. How she, what has she been going through? I know Tony's mom, we've had her on the show, right? So precious, so precious. These, these women just in pain over what is going on with their kids. Something very bad is happening. Well, the world is rising up. We're going to keep talking. And that's why shows like this are important. Thank you for all of you who support us. Um, and we'll just go to what's happening right now in Berlin, Germany. Farmers descend on the capital. This is happening this morning. This morning in Germany. They're trying to destroy our food, everyone. So, so Germany, look at this. This is the pushback. They're not going to take it. They're trying to destroy the world's uh, population of farmers. All of this um, net zero, all of, all of this climate nonsense that is bringing about, uh, you know, harm to the farmers. They're all fighting. Isn't this glorious? I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And I appreciate the fight that they're having. And uh, we stand with you there in Germany. And from my understanding, different countries that um, are around them are all coming to their aid as well. This is a good thing. This is good. And, you know, frankly, for what we're going through, it's so cold in Canada. Um, <laughs> it's so cold. I, I could use a little global warming, to be honest. Uh, I'd be absolutely fine with it. It would be a good thing. Okay, my website is lauralyn.tv. And uh, bring on the global warming. That's what I say. If we could actually start growing palm trees in Canada, I think that would be a good thing. And um, thank God for air conditioners. You know, people have gotten really smart in society. We've got beautiful things to make you, uh, you know, be able to cool down. I mean, more people have been uh, killed by what? What were you say by warming rather than? Oh, more people die from the cold. Yes, than the heat. So, um, 
you know, there can be temperatures uh, that, uh, you know, we don't like and all of that, but the, the earth has cooled and warmed over decades and centuries. So it's interesting that they don't necessarily want to talk about all of that. So my website is laurelin.tv. Sorry, JT, I know I always get off on a tangent and I don't finish what I was doing. But um, if you'll go to our website, thank you very much. I appreciate everyone who supports us. The reason it's important is because we're telling the truth. We tell the truth at a, a little bit of um, trepidation at times because sometimes what we're about to report, first of all, we're not sure if we're going to get kicked off our if we're going to get kicked off our, um, you know, our platforms, uh, if we're going to, you know, we speak the truth on certain issues and then people don't want to support us, they get mad, you know, depending on what the issue is and then everyone's yelling at you about something. Um, or, you know, you speak the truth and potentially you're getting silenced by government because the government now very actively trying to keep people like me off the air. Do you know that? Uh, these bills that they are putting forward, they want all of us to be regulated. They, they want to have a good control and track of how a private um, broadcaster is doing things. So, yes, Laurel in Live at ProtonMail.com. You can email us. We accept e-transfers. Thank you for your help. Also, uh, because we come at things from a biblical perspective, you, you can uh, get a, an income tax receipt because we are a ministry. So if you would like to write to us, P.O. Box 48184, New Westminster, V3M, 0A7 is where you can write us. I want to leave you today with um, something we have to understand that... Uh, there is something going on that is pure evil and in a way I guess we we don't really need to be surprised by all of that because we were told that in the last days things would happen and um, so it says here this is our instruction from the Word of God Ephesians 4:25, and I would like to just ask that doctor uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry, Dr. Teresa Town might pay attention um, in spite of the fact I think that they have absolutely no fear of God. I don't think these women um, are paying any attention to what the Bible has to say because if they did, if they cared at all about the truth, they would not be saying what they're saying and they are clearly deceiving our nation. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor for we are all members of one body. One of the worst things that you can be is a liar. Uh, when, when people figure out that they can't trust you and that you're just, you know, you don't speak the truth and you're just a liar. When people figure out stuff like that, um, they, don't, they don't trust you, they don't hold you in high esteem, they don't want to be your friend. It's a problem. Every person needs to determine in their own life that they would speak the truth. How important that is. And yet our leaders, those that have been put into place to govern our nation, whether medically, uh, whether, you know, as, as political leaders, absolute liars. So when we're dealing with this, one of the things that we might feel when we feel that we're being lied to, we might feel a lot of anger. So I give this caution to you, my audience, to you who would dare to listen to how our response should be in your anger do not sin do not let the Sun go down while you are still angry and do not give the devil a foothold it is very important that as we feel this anger it's you know it's not wrong to be angry like Jesus was angry do you remember when he turned over all the tables at the temple because they were selling sacrifices rather than bringing a true sacrifice like oh just come pick up your sacrifice you know it means nothing to you buy this little lamb and sacrifice it Jesus was irate at that because it it cost them nothing it was meaningless and they were turning the house of God into a money-making machine which is still going on by the way in a lot of places and Jesus was angry so is anger wrong no, I think God made us with, with emotions that allow us to be angry. If we feel angry, I get pretty angry. I have felt very angry today. 
I feel anger and it's funny because when I get anger I feel like a rush of you know my, my blood pressure is going up and the blood is you know going up to my brain I feel that I feel physically feel anger for some of the evil that is going on that is being perpetrated against good people the liars and the deceivers are out there but in our anger do in our anger do not sin ask the word what what is sinning when you're angry well violence don't be violent um, don't use unwholesome talk the Bible says let's try to curb our swearing okay <laughs> That's a big one for me because I know my mom and dad are watching from heaven and I'm still not allowed to swear, right? But in any case, God bless you. Good show today. Please share. We'll see you tomorrow. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.